Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Bryant Always Clutch Corgan, joined as always by my BFFs, Andrew the Roster Destroyer Dobes, and Hello. Brendan Pick a Winner Pika. How you guys doing? Hey, nice. Dude, hey, I am wonderful. Having a nicknames. great day. Oh, man. I'm glad yeah. you're having a great day. And Andrew, day. thanks for the credit with the nicknames, man. Yeah. Yeah, you're still I I would think that you have run out of nicknames at this point, but you know, yeah. I'll be honest, it takes me longer yeah. to do the nicknames than it does the fantasy football analysis. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, that's yeah. I, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> so, you know, as we go into week five, this is our preview yeah. show. But somebody wrote into the podcast and had a, a pretty good point. A lot of people have lives outside of fantasy football. I don't know what that's like, but we for don't. a lot of people, yeah. you know, they have a passive approach to it. So I thought a good way to start out the show today would kind of go over some some major recap over weeks one through four. Uh, so yeah. I did kind of pick a few of the main highlights. Obviously, everybody knows Patrick Mahomes is still amazing. Patriots are what? still Super Bowl favorites. So I tried to pick some some surprising highlights. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as far as players to trade for, maybe trade away, people were high on. We can go into that when we get later on into the actual game previews. We'll approach it that way. But some of the main things I want to talk about, you know, Andrew, you were a huge Ravens believer before the yeah. season. Lamar Jackson is the number one fantasy football quarterback ahead of Patrick Mahomes in standard scoring leagues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's number one rated quarterback. He's a uh, second most fantasy points overall. Uh, 1,110 yards, 10 TDs, uh, rushing TD for 238 yards. I did expect a little bit more rushing yards from Lamar Jackson, but... I'm okay with uh, I'm okay with this. I'm okay yeah, with his passing oh, yards. That's very gracious of you. Yeah, yeah no, he's yeah. a superstar. I mean, he's not mm-hmm. the best thrower, but he's a good thrower, and his his rushing ability makes him a superstar. I mean, yeah. I still would have, I would still prefer Patrick Mahomes, but mm. outside of him, is there anybody else you'd rather have over Lamar Jackson? Uh, uh-uh. just Pat Mahomes. Honestly, Pat Mahomes is uh. Probably the best. I think Mahomes is going to take that number one spot at the end of the year. But yeah, no one I'd rather have over Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I think another huge kind of surprise, at least to me, was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers currently have two top three wide receivers in fantasy football. Uh, I can't believe it. You know, Keenan Allen's number one, but number two Mm -hmm. is Chris Godwin. uh, And number three is Mike Evans. Now, Mike Evans kind of had one huge game that made up a lot of it. But with Godwin, he really did come out of nowhere. A lot of people thought he'd be fine this season, uh, definitely a step up. But number two overall, do you believe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can continue to feature two top five wide receivers? I'm in disbelief after that that last game against the Rams. That was insane. I mean, Chris Godwin went off. Uh, I expected Godwin to be a kind of low-end wide receiver too. I really wasn't that excited about him this season. And I was definitely proven wrong. Um, I don't see Godwin as the finishing top five. Uh, I can see Mike Evans staying there, though. So rest of season, would you rather have Mike Evans or Chris Godwin? Mike Evans. I just think he's a better receiver. Yeah, I think there's some validity there. You know, I, I still have to pick Mike Evans just because he's the more talented individual. But they yeah, are really featuring Chris argue. Godwin. Yeah. yeah, no, it's yeah. it's not an easy decision, which should tell you all that you need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, another kind of big, you know, surprise 
Keenan Allen, everybody knows he's a really good receiver. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people had him as capable of being the number one overall. Uh, I think that's awesome. I'm a huge Keenan fan. However, now that, now that Melvin Gordon's back, I don't think this is going to continue. I think he was being featured because of all the injuries to Hunter Henry. Mm-hmm. Mike Williams has been hurt. Uh, you know, Travis Benjamin is hurt. So they're, they're dealing with all of these other injuries, Gordon being out. I think Keenan Allen will return to a, a really good wide receiver, but not yeah. not the number one receiver rest of the way. Yeah, well, I, as I recall, we picked, what, Keenan Allen, I think, ninth uh, before the season as the, the ninth best wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that's about where he's going to land. I think that with Melvin Gordon coming back, even though um, Eckler really stepped it up, I think they're going to feature Melvin Gordon a lot, uh, lean more towards the run game in this uh, later on in the season. Yeah, uh, another kind of big story from the season so far is the Rams are playing a little sluggishly. You know, yeah. a lot of people expected them to be a dominant force for years to come. It was really them and the Chiefs were the dominant offenses. Chiefs look still amazing. Uh, yeah, Chiefs still look fantastic. But the Rams really have kind of disappointed people in what I kind of predicted as a Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, well, again, it's it's last week really changed everyone's mind you know just getting I, I wouldn't say getting destroyed by the Buccaneers but th- I mean their defense just got torn apart so by James Winston uh if you if you look at the table in the NFC West uh 49ers are in first three and oh Seahawks second three and one Rams uh three and one as well in third place but yeah I I expected the Rams to be good but and and according to their record, they still are. But just watching them play, you know, Gurley really doesn't look like himself up there, uh, and it's just it's just not not as good as as anyone thought. Yeah, you know, there's still a whole lot of fantasy football value here. I think Todd Gurley is more valuable than people perceive him to be right now. So if I'm able to, I'm trading for Todd Gurley. He's getting the touches, and he vocalized his frustration last week. Yeah, he wants the ball more. And he seems capable of it. So I say feed the monster. I'm trading for Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been, you know, a high-end RB2. And that's how a lot of people are projecting him. I'd move him back-end running back one. He's getting the touches. Really? Okay. They're going to get better. He's somebody that I think can finish the season really strong. And if they keep playing the way they have been, they're going to need to be competitive in these games. I think going yeah, into the season, they true. were looking to kind of have cakewalk to get into playoffs. I think they're going to need Gurley. He is a difference maker. He seems healthy, and he seems like he wants more work. Cooper Cup has shockingly become yeah. the number one wide receiver in this offense. Cooks it's awesome. and Woods have tailed off. Uh, so I still love all three of them, but right mm-hmm. now I have it ranked as Cup, Cooks, Woods. What about you? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Robert Woods didn't really have a good <laughs> game until last week. Um, I Cup's been consistent. He's the second best, uh, or sorry, fourth best wide receiver. Um, yeah, I, I think Coop, Cooper Cup is great. Jared Goff has seemed a little sluggish, so I think once Goff kind of gets his groove back, it's just it's just going to be even better for for all those three wide receivers. I dig it. Uh, and another storyline: a team that you believed in hardcore, yes. which I was wrong about. You know, the Cowboys. Uh, I think I'm going to be more right than a lot of people perceive. 
I think the Cowboys have been great so far. I'm not going to mm-hmm. take that away from you. It's been against pretty easy competition. This week, they do face you know their first good their first good team, uh, the Green Bay Packers. I think it'll be closer <laughs> than people think. But you know, can the Cowboys keep up this level of excellence? Yeah, they're. I believe in them. Like you said, uh, you can look on our website. You can see our predictions that we made uh, before the season even started. Uh, I have the Cowboys winning the division. I also had them uh, making it close to the Super Bowl. Um, but you know, I I always talked about they're they're one of the best all around teams in the NFL right now. Uh, they didn't really perform well last week against the new orleans saints they lost 12 10 yeah their first um, good team they're well you know maybe i thought you said the first good team was the packers no anyway. well they're uh, better than the saints you know i like the cowboys <laughs> i like the cowboys defense and they they have huge upside on their offense i mean dak prescott has been killing it uh hashtag pay the man and then amari <laughs> cooper as well so so i think that they they definitely uh have a good chance of obviously making playoffs but i you know i can i'll believe them uh going a little further yeah i think they're getting a little high on their own supply going into last week but i think the saints really humbled them i do still really like this team fantasy value is definitely there uh between cooper mm-hmm. dak and elliot the big three um but yeah i think they as far as an nfl team i'm not as expectant of them being a powerhouse but they've certainly been great so far better than expectations and i like the direction this team's headed Uh, Mm -hmm. another big storyline everybody remembers the draft class with odo beckham jr calvin benjamin sammy watkins mike evans those guys were awesome that was a good year for fantasy football rookie wide receivers and there really hasn't been one since maybe this year you know there's so many rookie wide receivers that have been performing you know you have marquise brown uh, with the ravens you know he's been yep. very hot and cold but he's putting up numbers uh dk I'll metcalf uh, a personal favorite of mine has been putting up numbers you uh-huh. know there's a lot of these rookie wide receivers who it usually takes a couple years for them to get their feet under them but this year there's a lot of high performers uh yeah other than those two is there anybody that jumps out to you uh i like aj brown I like AJ Brown a lot. Um, you know, he's on the Titans, so it doesn't, you know, it, it, it's not that exciting. But I think he's a, a solid wide receiver. Um, and then Debo Samuel has really, really uh, stepped it up for the 49ers. It, he's definitely involved in that offense. So those are the other two that uh, I feel like should be mentioned. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, especially, you know, Brown has looked great. Yeah. Uh, shockingly i wasn't expecting much in this tennessee titans offense Mm -mm. but Mariota seems to be trying to throw the ball more uh it's debatable whether or not he should but he's not doing that bad no he's really not so i think this might be year of the rookie receiver part two um not as sexy as the original but gosh better Uh, than better than what most people expected oh man just imagine them in like two three years oh just to see where they're at yeah can't uh, wait I think another kind of exciting storyline, this is the year of the backup quarterbacks. Uh, Uh Buckle up. I'm going to go through a list of all the teams that have had quarterback issues so far. Yeah. Giants, Steelers, Panthers, Bills, Bears, Jaguars, Mm -hmm. Washington, the Colts, the Saints, the Dolphins, and the Jets. Those are all teams that have had quarterback changes so it's week four and this has all been happening we've 
We've been through four weeks. Uh, some of these have been due to injuries from the quarterback. Some of them have been <laughs> due to uh, just not being good anymore. Eli Manning. Uh, Eli Manning, Ryan yep. Fitzpatrick. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's been really funny. It's had a really big impact on the wide receiver landscape. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the top top 20 wide receivers have kind of been disappointing. They're usually safer between, you know, in rounds one and two. Typically people, you know, running backs are more valuable, but yeah. they're more risky. Well, this year the wide receiver position has kind of been a letdown compared to the running backs. So mm-hmm. I think a big part of that has been this quarterback turnover. It was definitely not kind to Juju and the Schuster. You know, you're seeing kind of uh. these bizarre situations. But for the most part, I think they're looking pretty good. But it's funny, a lot of these teams have switched to a conservative game plan, which is, I think, affecting the overall health of the wide receiver landscape. It seems to be a lot more dink and dunk rather than, than, you know, slinging it football. So that's going to be interesting to follow. One would say. Uh, Other than the storylines, you know, we're going into week five. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple players that I want to bring up on, that are on waivers. And these guys yep. are widely available. You know, I didn't want to choose players that, you know, might be owned in some places, not in others. So yeah, I decided we want to go one with... that we can almost guarantee will be available. Right. And here's my list. And Andrew, correct me if I'm wrong or feel free to add in. Yeah. I think my number one, and this is somebody you can pick up off waivers, and I think play right away, is Auden Ooh, Tate. He's a wide right receiver. Away, huh? for the Bengals. I think Andy Dalton's going to need to throw somebody and it's not just going to be Tyler Boyd. Uh, yeah. Ross, John Ross is on IR. He has IR, a shoulder injury. Yeah. AJ Green still out. This Bengals offense sucks. Their defense is bad. <laughs> they They're need gonna... to rely on someone. <laughs> they need to rely on somebody. They really and do. Yeah. Auden Tate has had over 13 targets in the last two games. So mm-hmm. he's getting his, uh, and I think Dalton likes the kid. So I think I think he's somebody that will exceed expectations. And until Ross comes back or Green comes back, I think he has real value. Yeah, uh, he. let's look at his stats for the year so far. 11 receptions, 144 yards. No touchdowns yet. I think that could change this week. Um, I do agree with you. I think he's a really good uh, free agent pickup. Yeah, uh, another situation I want to talk about. The Jets have not had a very good receiving offense. A big part of that is because Sam Darnold was out and the fact that they're the Jets. Um, But with Darnold either coming back this week, he hasn't been cleared yet. But if Darnold comes back and even moving forward, you know, there's two players that are on waivers almost everywhere because it's been hands off until the quarterback situation improves. Uh, Jamison Crowder, I think he's a PPR monster. And it looked early in the season that he was going to be the wide receiver one for this offense. He was Darnold's favorite. Yeah. By far. Yeah. And that makes a huge difference, not just in PPR, but I think in standard leagues as well. I think Darnold yeah. will be able to command this offense pretty well. Um, and another player that a lot of people have forgotten about is Chris Herndon. He's the tight end for the Jets. You know, he's relatively new to football. Um, he was suspended for the first couple of games. He's mm-hmm. on his way back. Uh, I would not start him right away, but he's that freakish athlete, kind of in the mold of Evan Ingram and OJ Howard, where he's not so much a blocking tight end, but the guy can fly. He's a big body. And this Adam Gase offense wants to feature the tight end. So if they get a competent body in there, I think he could be you know, easily a top 10 tight end as long as he's involved. You know, He yeah, could be need- the next Darren Waller. 
they need someone reliable on that team. Uh, and I think Herndon could be the guy. So, but yeah, we'll see what happens when he comes back from suspension, see how he does in the team, see how he molds. But, you know, I, I do, I do like him a lot. I think he's got some good upside, especially when Darnold comes back. Yeah. Darnold loves the short to intermediate, uh, throws. And that is, you know, (laughs) that's something Chris Herndon can do. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of handcuffing. Andrew, I don't know how you feel about this topic, but somebody that I, if I have to choose somebody, if I'm going out of my way, there's two big ones. You have Troy Pollard with the Cowboys, yep. uh, Austin Eckler for Gordon. And I think the other person that jumps into my mind is Gus Edwards. When you get a handcuff, you want to choose a team that commits to one player and a team that, you know, not only depends on the one player, but also yep. is a running team that's schemed for that. And I think the Gus bus is a perfect example of that. If Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram is not the perfect example of health. Um, He's been sturdy, but he's been out from time to time. And if Ingram is out, I can immediately see Gus Edwards coming out and being a top 10 running back. He was last year. He was a playoff superstar for a lot of fantasy Uh football owners, myself included. I loved having a share of Gus Edwards. And I was looking forward to him taking on a bigger role until they signed Ingram. So yeah. If you have well, to store but, somebody, I'm not against Gus Edwards. I, I like Gus Edwards. He is one of my favorite cuffs. Uh, the Ravens do have the best rushing offense in the NFL right now, and it seems like they're rolling with that. So they're they're this is crazy. They're averaging over 205 yards per game, rushing yards. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, give me a slice of that pie. No, it's uh-huh. I really like it. Um, and you're investing in the offense, not just the player. And if you have to choose, that's a good backfield to own. Uh, the last person on my list, another tight end, Dawson Knox from the Bills. There he is, yep. You know, not somebody a lot of people know of, um, but he showed some some real athletic ability uh, last week. You know, he, I think he's one of those kind of stereotypical tight ends, like we were talking about. You want to pick somebody who's big, fast, and strong. Dawson Knox can do that. And he has a pretty good set of hands too. Uh, I'm a little concerned with Josh Allen not being in the picture, uh, and yeah. at least until he gets cleared from his concussion protocol. But if you're desperate for a tight end, I think he can do a lot worse than Dawson Knox. And I think he can develop into a really good player this season. Um, so if you're stashing, if Chris Herndon, for whatever reasons, owned, or if you like the Bills more than the Jets, I don't think you can go wrong stashing Dawson Knox if you need another tight end. Yeah, and we, we saw what he could do uh, week three against the Bengals. Three receptions, 67 yards, and a touchdown. That's all you need out of a tight end. If your tight end gets a touchdown, that's that's perfect. That's all you want. So uh, I think he, Josh Allen, really uh, really enjoyed throwing to him uh, week three. Well, and, and I want to point out, think about it this way. Injured. In the red zone, who are they going to throw it to? John Brown? He's like 5'11". He's not, yeah, he's not the biggest guy. Cole he's, Beasley? He's You're not going to throw it to also him in the red zone. not the biggest guy. Dawson Knox, I'm telling you. I yeah. think I think he can be real good even this week. If I have to, I'm starting him. I think yep. he can be solid once again. Uh, that sums up kind of the waiver picks. Sums up a little mm-hmm. bit of a recap from the first couple of weeks. I think now we can jump right into the preview for week let's five. Week five, let's go. Starting off, we have the... Buffalo Fighting Bills and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I'm very sad, Andrew, and I'm sure why you know why. Right? I think the Bills should have beaten the Patriots last week. Yeah. 
if it wasn't for Josh Allen getting concussed pretty severely, cheap that was a pretty, cheap shot and pretty bad hit. One would say. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I think the Bills could have beaten the Patriots. You know, they did have a chance. It was really even, exciting to watch. Even if they didn't win, that was an impressive showing from the Bills. And a reminder mm-hmm. that this team is legit. They could have legitimately been 4-0. and <laughs> yeah, So, I, they're I exciting. think a huge part of that was due to their defense. Oh, their, absolutely. Yep. Their defense is so dang good. I mean, yeah. everyone talks about the Bears' defense being the best, but Bills are up there, man. Yeah, well, let's break down the big players for the Bills. Yep. Josh Allen still in concussion protocol. We're not entirely yeah. sure if he's going to play yet, so please keep not an eye on that. Good going into the week if josh allen's not in there there's not a whole lot of skilled players i want in this offense no john brown i'm benching cole beasley benching dawson knox you know i'm not excited to play him but if i have to you know their backup quarterback is going to focus on that the short sure targets which in this offense will be dawson knox so you've got a tight end like tj hawkinson who's got a bye week right now and you need to pick mm -hmm. someone up Dawson Knox would be a good option for it. Right. Uh, as far as the running game, I'm not excited about any of these options. Tennessee Titans have been pretty good, good on defense. defense. Yeah. Devin Singletary was limited in practice. We're not sure how much of a role he's going to have as they ease him back into it. But mm. Frank Gore, are you starting him? I, I'm i just not excited about Gore ever. And <laughs> yeah, It might be... Uh, age discrimination but yeah, i don't know I just, I just can't i he's grown on me a little bit but if devin singletary plays not excited about gore at all but if Dev, devin singletary is out for another week I, I i guess i'll think about putting gore in that flex position because he, yeah. he does get i mean he got over 100 yards the last last game and that's really what you want out of a fantasy running back so yeah, no, you know, I think that's solid. Uh, Andrew, do you want to break down, you know, the Tennessee Titans passing offense? Tennessee Titans, well, uh, it's a little rough with uh, Delaney Walker being a little questionable with the knee injury. Uh, Marcus Mariota, I think he's kind of going under the radar. Now, he is the eighth best fantasy quarterback this year. Think about that for a second. Marcus Mariota. Wow. Uh little fun fact about him, he's the only quarterback to not give the ball away this season. The only quarterback among starting quarterbacks to not fumble or throw an interception, which that's pretty good statistically. Um, There's not much about the Titans that I like, though. Uh, I do like Derrick Henry, but against the Buffalo Bills, it's really, it's tough. But Derrick Henry is one of those players where you got to start because he's so dang good. Mm Mm-hmm. But just because the Bills' defense is so amazing, I am really faded on any other Titan player this week. Yeah, and I'll get into the Titans here in just a second. But, Andrew, I I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. What grade were you in in 2005? What grade was I in 2005? All right. Uh, Graduate 2017. Oh, boy. That's a lot of math to do right now. Hmm. Okay. Well, for reference... 2005 yeah. is when Frank Gore got drafted in really? the NFL. Really? <laughs> I'll tell you how old I was. I was either five or six. You were five or six years old on this I, earth. I was a, when, he, when he got drafted? When Frank Gore got drafted in the NFL. I he was is a machine. Five. Uh, <laughs> so after that fun kind of a yeah. example of how old he is, 
you know, Jeez. going back going back to the Titans. It's unbelievable. Delaney Walker, you know, I think he's a solid tight end option. You know, you're if never he plays. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be solid if he plays. Um, you know, he didn't practice, so that's still up in the air. Make sure you're checking that uh on Sunday. He does that a lot though. Yeah, Marcus Mariota practice. I'm not starting him in a two quarterback league though. I think he can be a uh-uh. sneaky play. Uh yeah, the Bills have us I mean, you saw it last week against Tom Brady. The Bills are good. You know, you're yeah, starting they limited, they limited Tom Brady to only 150 yards in 39 attempts. Right. That's and really good against that Tom is, Brady, who's that's not arguably easy. the best quarterback of all time. So yeah, you're starting Derrick Henry because you have to. But, you know, yep. I'm not starting any receiving options. I think this uh-huh. Bills defense, especially the secondary, is elite. So between these two teams, Titans and Bills, who do you have? Oh, see, it's tough with Josh Allen because I know the Buffalo Bills defense is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. But can their offense step it up? And my answer is no, they cannot. Titans. Titans are taking the W on this one. I think this might be a cop out, but if Josh Allen plays, I choose the Bills. If Josh Allen is out, I choose the Titans. We need a decision right now. At the (sighs) moment, if you had to pick who wins. I'm going to say Bills. Bills, all right. Bills, all right. Brendan, you're the tiebreaker, my man. Tiebreaker. Who are we going with? I am going with Bills. Bills, all right. Andrew, I hope you like being wrong. Next up, we have the Baltimore Ravens against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. You know, a couple weeks ago, this would have been a really fun matchup. Jackson versus Roethlisberger. Right now, it's looking more like a murder of crows. Uh, You know, let's talk about about the Ravens first. What a plot twist there. Um, You know, Ravens, I love them this week. I think Mm -hmm. you fire up literally everybody. The Pittsburgh... Pittsburgh's been exploitable. So you're starting Lamar, obviously. Marquise mm-hmm. Brown hasn't quite been the person you thought you were getting off waivers after week one, but he has a big opportunity this week. Um, I, I'd fire him up, man. Mark yep. Andrews did not practice again, but I think it's what's the new? same. Yeah, what's he's new? He's done that every week. He's been questionable every week, and he's been almost a game-time decision every week. And then he only had one bad performance, so... Yeah, I think he's a locked and loaded top five tight end. He's fired yeah. up in my my rankings. Uh, Mark Ingram, I'm starting with confidence. You got to uh, start him. Yeah, you know, I think it's good to go with all those guys. That Yeah. You know, the Ravens have really the ball is pretty easy. Shut up. No. I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Over to the Pittsburgh Steelers side of the ball. Uh-huh. Now, the Ravens' defense has not been as frightening as they have been in recent years. Still not friendly, but they're not nearly as scary as what we're used to. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is questionable with a toe injury. It sounds like you know he's kind of going through a similar situation Devontae Adams is going through. Juju's not—he's not practicing. Toe injury is really serious for a wide receiver. That can really throw him off. Uh, If Juju plays, where do you have him ranked? I got him up there, man. Uh, Like you said, (laughs) the, the Ravens' defense has not been good. I got him as a top. 15 receiver uh, if he plays this week but yeah the Ravens defense uh, they're ranked 30th in passing defense they uh, they were not good last week uh, we saw them get picked apart by the Browns a week before that the Chiefs um, I think Juju has if he plays I think there's potential of him having a having a really good week uh, if he doesn't play though any interest in you know Jalen Samuels James Washington Moncrief. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, I, I'm I'm interested in what's his name, Dante Johnson. Uh, there's another wide receiver. You know, keep talking a little bit. I'm gonna see if I can pull up the stats for him. You know, Deontay Johnson's Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson. Yep, he yeah. had a good game last week. He Six had a great game, 77 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, that's hit. great for an almost unknown player. A lot of people expected the connection to be there for James Washington uh, yeah. and Mason Rudolph, but it really hasn't been. It's been the Deontay Johnson. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, even with Juju, I think I like Johnson. I'm not okay. starting him. Uh, he might be worth a stash because that's kind of what we were hoping Moncrief would be. It would be that serviceable wide receiver three, wide receiver yeah. four. So if Deontay can step into that role, even though Mason Rudolph isn't as good nearly as Ben Roethlisberger, mm-hmm. he's gonna have a, he's gonna have a lot of little checkdown plays. It's very conservative offense, and if Juju's hurt, he's gonna be the wide receiver one. Uh, and you know, I think that has value in this questionable offense. When it comes down to the running game, uh, you know Connor and Samuels. Uh, Connor still limited; he is dealing with an injury. Mm-hmm. it's looking like he should play. It looks like it'll be in a limited fashion, but if Connor's cleared, good to go. I think I have him back end RB two. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I can see an RB two spot for him, even if he's kind of questionable to play. Uh, he had a good game last week, so I think you got to start him. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Samuels. Even if Connor does play, would you be starting Samuels? Uh, he is not in the starting lineup for me. He he's a stash player though. Okay, do you have him stash because you think he can overtake Connor, or just because of Connor's injury history? It is just because of Connor's injury history. I still have faith that Connor can still perform uh, as a top running back. I don't think you feel the same. Yeah, you know, I was very hesitant with Connor going into the season. Uh, I, I'm i a little concerned about him. You know, just his his ability to run and his ability to stay healthy. I like Samuels. I don't know how excited I'd be if all of a sudden Connor was out for a while. But, you know, that's a starting job in the NFL as a running back yeah. is valuable. So if Connor is out, Samuels I would have as a, you know, high-end RB3 until he proves to be better than that. Um, Vance McDonald's still questionable. Look elsewhere yeah. if you have tight end struggles. Some tight ends I really like this week. Jimmy Graham, Dawson Knox. Uh, and yeah, I think that's that's a good place to start with that. Evan Ingram. Uh, Evan Ingram, I wish. Obviously. Show me that um, league. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be a pretty easy win for the Ravens. Do you feel any differently? Uh, I think it's actually going to be a pretty close game. Really? Um, okay. I mean, it, the Ravens have been struggling the last two weeks on defense. But I feel like Pittsburgh's offense isn't good enough. They're not going to outscore the Ravens. So I think it's going to be closer than most people think. Mm-hmm. But I'm going Ravens taking the victory. How close do you think it's going to be? Uh, I'm going to go, let's do 38 to 32. Wow. Uh, 38-32. Uh, what's going to happen is the Ravens are going to get a very early lead, maybe by two or three Nobody touchdowns. Nobody cares. Okay. And Next. The uh, are going to come back. <laughs> New York Jets take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Wait, you went, did you go Ravens as well? Yeah, obviously. Okay. Just no, sure. I think the Ravens are going to crush the Steelers. It's sad, right. but it's true. Uh, New York Jets against the Philadelphia Eagles. Sad. 
Let's start with yeah. the Jets. Darnold could be back. And if Darnold is back, that's an immediate upgrade for all these offensive Absolutely. weapons. Um, yeah. Let's just say, worst case scenario, Darnold doesn't play. Mm-hmm. I'm still excited about Bell. I think he has value, yeah. even though these this Philadelphia Eagles defense looks good. Le'Veon Bell is a superstar athlete. And just because of his role, this offense is Bell, even when Darnold's there. So I'm confident yeah. playing Bell. He'll be a top top eight, top ten running back this week. Uh, if Darnold's out, do you have any interest in any other receiving option in this game? No. No. Yeah. No, uh, definitely, definitely not. Even if Darnold was in, I'd be very hesitant because, again, this Philly defense is really good. Oh, no, no. I, I need to stop you. If okay. Darnold is in, I am starting yeah. Jamison Crowder wow. and Robbie Anderson. This wow. Philadelphia Eagles defense is garbage. They are so – their secondary is so – did you see what Devontae Adams did to them last week? Did you see what Jimmy okay. Graham did to them last week? Jimmy Graham, I can run faster than Jimmy Graham. All right, I'll give you that. Eagles secondary is pretty yeah. good. Oh, uh, no, Eagles or, secondary sorry, is sorry, pretty bad. Pretty bad. They gave up actually, yeah. They they're they're giving up three hundred and twenty three passing yards a game. So yeah, that's pretty garbage. Pretty, pretty rough. Uh, <laughs> I I still I still just the fact that Darnold's questionable. If he plays, I I don't think he's gonna be a hundred percent. Yeah. And if I he plays, think it's gonna take him a while for no, him to get, get out his of here. rhythm back. No. If yeah. Darnold is in, I'm starting Robbie Anderson with confidence, and I'll go even farther. If Darnold plays, Robbie yeah. Anderson is gonna be a top twenty wide receiver. Wow, uh, yeah. that's no. That's how I, said, I, feel. I really, I really, really hope Darnold plays now. I do too. I, I like being right. Who's right, Darnold? Um, if you're listening, you better play to settle this argument. Unless you're still suffering from mono, then take another week to rest up. We need you back. Well, then, uh, then be, moving on to okay. the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, this has been a kind of a confusing Philadelphia Eagles team. They mm-hmm. they kind of remind me of the Patriots how. It doesn't really matter who's in there. They just make it work. Wentz, Foles, yeah. Howard, Miles, whoever it is, they're successful. Yeah. Uh, against the New York Jets, I like a lot of the Eagles this week. Uh, you're mm-hmm. starting Alshon Jeffrey, I presume. Um, Carson Wentz, you're locked and loaded. He's a great quarterback and a great system. When it comes to the running game, who do you choose, if anybody? Oh, it's tough because... Jordan Howard came off a really, really good week last week. I mean, I think, what, three touchdowns? Yep. That's one of them passing. That's amazing. I mean, I, I'm a big believer in, in Miles Sanders, but he just really hasn't performed to my hype. Um, I like Jordan Howard a little bit more than Miles Sanders now. I've flipped. But I, I got Jordan Howard as a RB3. I got Miles Sanders as a flex, low-end yeah. flex. Okay. Yeah, I'm not starting any of these guys if I can help it. Um, you know, I like Sanders more career long, but yeah. if I have to pick a person to play on Sunday, I'm going to roll with Jordan Howard. You know, I think yep, he's that, that power back that Peterson really wants. And Howard, as much as people don't like to give him credit, he's been a really good running back in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, with the Bears, he was a, a I don't want to say super good. That's a dumb word. He was a very yeah. talented player. Uh, yeah, and he's people think of him as a backup, but he can easily be the starter and be productive. So, mm-hmm. you know, career long, I want Sanders. F- maybe for the rest of the season, I'll take Jordan Howard. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. Um, 
We like the passing game for the Eagles. You like Aglor? Because obviously, Alshon <laughs> Jeffries is a start. Uh, yeah, I mean, Deshaun Jackson is questionable. So if Jackson doesn't play, do you like Aglor? Yeah, no. No, I don't. Uh, he burned a lot of people last week. Uh, he put up a big old zero. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you just you can't trust him. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, if he's healthy, I'm starting him. Mm-hmm. Algalor, never. I think it's going to be uh, Alshon Jeffrey and Zach Ertz that will really carry this passing yeah. offense, uh, which it has been for a very long time. It has been. Yeah, what's new? Yeah, Deshaun Jackson's still questionable. If he plays, you're starting him, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Jets versus Eagles. I have Eagles. Eagles. Yep, that no was doubt. easy. But I thought the Eagles secondary was bad. Uh, they are bad, just factually. Um, you know, what's also bad is the Jets passing offense. Is also <laughs> that's so true. it's the worst passing offense versus the worst <laughs> passing defense. Next up. We have the yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars taking yep. on the Panthers in a surprising catfight. Surprising catfight, yeah. Let's take on the Jaguars first. Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Even practice on Thursday. He has a he little bit not. of a knee issue. Does uh-huh. the legend die in week five? Uh, No. <laughs> I think if he plays, legend's not going to die. I think he's still going to perform to Jacksonville's liking. Um. I mean, Minshew's fun and all. I don't think he's the best quarterback right now. I, I still wouldn't pick him up in a fantasy league. Uh, but I think I think he's okay. I think if he plays, he's still going to do fine, even if he's questionable. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think he's not a good enough quarterback to have on his own, but I think he mm-hmm. elevates the team as a whole. Uh, you know, let's go over the receiving options. Are you starting DJ Shark? Uh, I like, I like DJ Chark. I put him as a flex if Minshew, only if Minshew plays. If Minshew's out, I don't like Chark at all. Yeah, and I don't really like anybody else in this receiving game. Uh, no. When it comes down to the... Westbrook is just not yeah. performing well with Minshew. Yep, so. he, if he does blow up, he can do it on waivers. I don't want any piece of it. When it comes to the running game, Fournette posted his first 100-plus yard rushing game since week 11 of 2017. Wow. He looked great. You know, he did have a a couple huge runs, which inflate his stats. But other than that, he still had 100-plus yards. You know, he had over 200 yards total. Yeah. 29 carries. Insane. (laughs) This is who we thought we were getting when the season started. Wow. You know, I'm thrilled he went off the way he did. Uh You know, he finally showed his pedigree. Do you have hope or do you think this is kind of a mirage? Would you sell high? I got hope. I got hope. I'm keeping him on my team. I wouldn't try to trade him. Huh. I feel very differently. I say try to trade him. You know, I think you saw the real Fournette going into last week. Mm-hmm. he's still talented. He's going to have games like this. He's a good running back. I would sell him. If somebody's perceiving him as a top 10 running back, sell him. Um, yeah, I would try to get out of the Fournette business as quickly as possible. You know, if, you, if you're stuck with him, it's not the end of the world. You're, you're going to keep yeah. getting what you've gotten so far. But if people are perceiving him as a superstar based on last week, I would definitely try to sell high. Well, yeah, the funny part, he doesn't have a touchdown yet this season. I mean, he got 225 rushing yards, no touchdowns yet through this entire season. So I still think, you know, imagine his stats plus a touchdown. Oh, there's just so much. There's so much upside there for him that I I, I need to keep him. 
Yeah, I'm just not a huge fan of the offense as a whole. Um, but going over to the Panther side of the ball, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of opportunity in this game. Let's start with the running game. Christian McCaffrey, you know, here's a great stat you put on here. So all credit yeah. goes to Andrew. He accounts for over 57% of offensive huh. snaps on the offense. Remember when they were going to scale him gonna, back? Yeah. yeah. They said they were going to scale him back, and we 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 caught on to that. We're like, oh, that's not going to happen. Yeah. That's why you don't listen to coaches in the offseason. Um, yeah. yeah, he's a, you know, he's the number one overall running back for a good reason. You know, he's a, he's the offense, especially with Newton being out. I do want to point out, I, I do really, really like the offensive options in this game. Jacksonville has been chewed up by wide receivers this year. So I'm really high on Curtis Samuel shot or uh spoiler alert he's one of my yay players for this week now i'll go into that more later i'm starting yep. dj Moore and i'm starting curtis yep. samuel if i have him yep yeah uh i i like kyle allen i like the connection he has to those two uh i also like greg olson Old man yeah greg. yeah if he's healthy i am firing him up yep. i want to see jacksonville lose and i think the panthers can do it wow you just somehow come up with a hatred for jacksonville overnight <laughs> What's the deal with that? I don't know. I just felt it in my heart, so I said it. Is it because they're starting to become good again and you got flashbacks from like two seasons ago when they were amazing? Uh, I never thought they were all that good to begin with. When yeah, Blake I just, took them to the playoffs and you I'm were I'm just like, not a huge fan of Florida. So I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to go for the Panthers because I want them to win. I'm going Panthers. Who do you got? I'm, I'm going for Panthers because I think they're going to win. Oh, is that a good reason for picking a team? Yeah. Solid, solid reasoning on your on your. You gotta, half. you Thanks. know me, man. I don't pick emotional picks at all. So. That's why they pay you the big bucks. Carolina Panthers, <laughs> Carolina Panthers winning. I like Kyle Allen. I like Christian. Yeah, let's go. I'm with you. Uh, next up, we have the Atlanta Falcons versus the yeah. Houston Texans. The I think Atlanta. this is gonna be my favorite game of the week. It's your game of the week. Yeah, I think it's gonna be an absolute barn burner in a good way. I can't really uh, argue with that. Honestly. I don't know why that's perceived as a good thing, a barn burner, but it is. It's, it's fun. It's scary it's, if you're in the barn. It's scary if you're in the barn, but it's kind of entertaining from outside. <laughs> from from outside looking in, we love a barn fire. Uh, yeah. Let's break down the Falcons. The Falcons are averaging 312 passing yards per game. <laughs> that's huge. That's not too shabby. That's you know, huge. they they sling the ball. You know, that's certainly something can say about it. And it's because their defense sucks, so they have to. The only way they're going to win games is by outscoring their opponents. I'm here for it. As a fantasy analyst, I love it. So keep it up. With the Falcons options, Matt Ryan, I think, is a start. He's been a little shaky. You don't feel good starting him, especially if you watch him. You're like, ooh. That's what you expect. That's what you should have expected with Matt Ryan kind of going into the season. Uh, We predicted him pretty well he's a 10th overall quarterback uh and we predict him at what like eight seven eight yep yeah he's just yeah. hugging that top 10 yeah he's um, gonna get as many interceptions as he has touchdowns which i think is pretty close there yeah eight touchdowns six interceptions yeah no that's a good call on your part that's what you're um get. you know julio you're starting yep with the other options i do like austin hooper this week you know, I don't think he's a superstar, but he's very serviceable and he's involved. So Hooper, if he's on waivers, you can start him with confidence. Oh man, if he's on waivers, that's the steal of the century there. Steal oh of the gosh. century. Um, you know, Calvin Ridley, he disappointed yeah. last week. 
Yep. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Like I said earlier, the Falcons are only going to win by outscoring their opponents. Mm-hmm. I think it's all hands on deck. I'm firing up Cooper. Not Cooper. Hooper. 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 I'm firing up Hooper, Ridley, Jones, all your Falcons. Yeah. When Spoiler, it comes to the... uh, I have Ridley as my one of my yays. So oh, that's how much I, I like, like it. Me. Yeah, when it comes to the running game, Devontae Freeman's been a letdown, but, you know, he still has value. You know, he was really yeah. involved in the passing game last week, and this week they're going to need him to be as well. So I think as long as he's healthy, as long as he stays upright, I think mm-hmm. he could be a solid top 15 running back this week. Yeah, he didn't do too bad. Uh, he had 12 carries, <laughs> 28 rushing yards. That's not that good until you go into the receiving. Eight receptions, 72 yards. Uh, I really like that stat, especially if you're in a PPR, half-point PPR league. Uh, he's he's involved in the offense. It's just a matter of time until maybe he'll get a, you know, break 50 yards and a touchdown on a run. So Oh, even if he gets a two-yard touchdown. I mean, he's yeah, putting up yards. He just needs to close the deal. Seal the deal. Yeah. Uh, you know, over to the Texan side of the ball, I think yeah. this is going to be – you remember how Mike Evans had the gigantic game two weeks ago, correct? Yeah. Yep. I think this is the week DeAndre Hopkins yeah. goes – ham all right i'm predicting 30 points for deandre hopkins i i think he's gonna light this team on fire i like him a lot um perhaps a little too much i'm a little overzealous but i think i truly believe in the squeaky wheel gets the grease you know look at Devontae adams last week look at mike evans the week before that yeah i think hopkins is gonna light the world on fire in a fun way uh and obviously Watson in a barn burner way. In a barn burner way. And Deshaun Watson's gonna, you know, obviously be successful because of it. This Falcons off this Falcons defense is just horrendous. It's, terrible. it's yeah. awesome to go up against. But DeAndre mm-hmm. Hopkins will be great. Uh I'm starting Will Fuller if I have him. They're gonna put up a okay. lot of you know, Stills is he's dealing with some injury right now, and Fuller yeah. should have had a really long touchdown last week, uh, but Watson overthrew him. So mm-hmm. I think Fuller gets his, Hopkins gets his. When it comes to running game, Carlos Hyde, I'm starting. Yep, it shouldn't for shouldn't sure. be hard to you know destroy the Falcons. Duke Johnson, I'm avoiding. I I don't want any bit of that. Get him off your teams. Yeah, anybody else I'm missing from the Texans side of the ball? Uh, not really. I mean, Kenny Stills out with an injury. Um, I think I'm just gonna say this. A lot about him. Yeah, I think this could be the most fantasy point profitable game the Texans have all season. I am not gonna argue with that. I can definitely see that happening against this Falcons defense. Uh, because they're not good. Um, wow, this is this is a tough matchup here. This is a this is really tough to pick. This whole time I've been flip flopping in between, but Ooh, who are all you right. Pick? Oh. you know I, i'll be honest i don't particularly like either of these teams i don't have much allegiance to either of them if i have to choose i'm gonna go deandre hopkins and the texans Ooh, i'm going falcons i already typed it in here i picked Ooh, falcons. i like that it means, head to Brendan, yep all right, so this is a this is a tough decision for me, and I'm sorry, tough Andrew, one. but I have to uh, yeah. sign up to get on this one. So I am going with Here's the Houston the Texans. You. Here's the thing, Brian. You yeah. set him up with that DeAndre Hopkins talk. He's got Hopkins on his team. 
You see, <laughs> you were hyping him up a lot. You got Brendan excited. To be I fair, see, I see your eyes to be fair, to be fair, life, life is just like fantasy football. You play the matchup. I want Brendan to join my side. I got to play the player, man. And and listen, ah. I'm not too thrilled. Uh, like you guys have been talking about, I am not too thrilled about the, the Falcons defense. And I would be very yeah. excited if Houston has a great offensive game. I'd like to see the Falcons do well as well, but I, I think the Houstons are going to win this one. Will DeAndre Hopkins throw another interception? That's the big question. I really you hope know, not. Really, really yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're ever gonna allow him to throw the ball ever. Again. Yeah, he he lost his he lost his ability to do that. <laughs> people lost points because of it. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I was one of those people. Uh, yeah, next game funny. we have the Arizona Cardinals taking on the uh-huh. Cincinnati Bengals. Talk about the loser bowl. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. God, uh, you can look at our stats. Uh, the stats that I put down here. Their defense, their both their defenses are very similar. The uh, Bengals rank thirtieth <laughs> passing defense and twenty seventh in rushing defense. Cardinals rank thirty first in passing defense and twenty eighth in rushing defense. So, not good, not good at all. Here's the thing: it's not good in some ways, but it yeah. is good if you start offensive players in fantasy football. Which we do. So there's a lot of opportunity here. It won't be pretty, but it'll be profitable. We'll start with the Cardinals. David Johnson should have a field day. This Bengals yeah. team is awful. So David uh-huh. Johnson, I think he's a locked and loaded, I'd say top Absolutely. six running back. I could I could put him top five. Top five? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I don't I think you're wrong. Sure. Uh, Kyler Murray, I think this is going to be the first game he's in this year where he shows why he was the number one overall pick. I think he is going to remind people he is a threat. He's looked really restrained so far, but you know, he's rushing more. They're incorporating more of that into the game plan, which adds to his value tremendously. He's looking more confident in the offense and he should have some real options this week against the Bengals defense. I think this is everyone up today, man. I'm excited. You know, there's a lot of bad defenses and I think, I think it's going to be a good one. Kyler Murray, I think will have a field day, the best game of his young career. I really like it. You know, I, I think Murray could be a top 10 quarterback this week. Actually, I don't think I'm projecting it that way. Murray will be a top 10 quarterback this week. Larry Fitzgerald will be a top 20 wide receiver this week. You know, I, I like it. I like a lot yeah. of these players. Other than Larry Fitzgerald, I am cautious. Uh, Christian Kirk's Kirk, questionable. Questionable. Yeah. Andy Isabella will be playing on the outside. I'm not starting him. No, uh, he's got to prove it to me first. Yeah, so I'm going to stick with Murray, Johnson, and Fitz as yep. people I'm really excited about. Uh, anybody else in the Cardinals that you're even a little bit interested in? No, not not at all. But, ah, man, I just can we talk about how Fitz is having a good year? It's just great. I mean, you can say that about every year he's ever had. So. I know. It's just great that he's still performing. Okay, let's just it's have awesome. our weekly like Fitzgerald update. Before. Still good. Yeah, he's still good. Still good. And I just love, I just love how we're still talking about him. He's amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, on the Bengals side of the ball, mm-hmm. oh, they were supposed to have a good year this year. And I think... I think so. You know, they've got rid of their head coach. They were looking towards the future. They got a Sean McVay disciple. Yeah. Here's here's the problem. I feel bad for the Dolphins for a lot of reasons. But they thought it was going to be so easy to tank to get Tua. 
from Alabama in the draft. And boy, are they right. And the Bengals are fighting them for <laughs> worst team in the NFL. You yep. know, I think the biggest competition that the Dolphins and the Bengals are going to face this year is who can suck harder. And right now yeah. they're both winning. They, they're both 0-4. Uh, uh, Cardinals are 0-3-1, by the way. So whoever wins this match will get their first win of the season. Yeah, well, that's a good way of looking at it. See, everybody yeah. wins. Everyone uh, except wins. the Dolphins. Um, with the Bengals, I actually do like <laughs> I do like Andy Dalton this week. Yeah, you're I a big he, Andy Dalton guy. I, I'm not, um, but I'm excited <laughs> about him this week. You know, I think, you know, Tyler Boyd should eat up this Cardinals defense. Mm-hmm. Tyler Boyd is the reliable option. Andy Dalton's going to feed him. I really like Tyler Boyd this week. I'm also, you know, like we said, as far as sleepers go, you know, Andrew, break down our number one waiver pickup of the week. Our number one waiver pickup of the week is our. I'm lo- I, you caught me off guard. Oh was, man, I like throwing oh, off. It's, Auden Tate. Auden Tate. He, I'm, I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the schedule to see. You know, that's how helpful when, we are. That's how good we are of a podcast. We are. We are surrounded it. by this every day. We even surprise ourselves. I'm starting Auden Tate this week with confidence. I think against the Cardinals, I think he could easily go for, I think 60 yards is a good floor for him. Mm -hmm. I can easily see where he gets 80 yards and a touchdown. I think the opportunity will be here in this game. Uh, When it comes to, you know what? Let's talk about Tyler Eifert. Eifert is a huge touchdown or bust player. We've always known that. And I've hyped him up for good reason. Yeah. Well, no, hold really on. Not... Hear me out. Okay. Yeah. Let me hear you out. Tyler Eifert. Yeah. Week five. Yeah. Two touchdowns. Really? Two touchdowns. You're saying Tyler Eifert's going to get two touchdowns against the Cardinals. Oh, it's. I, I'm going to say that. I don't think he's. I think he's going to have a good game because it's against the Cardinals, Cardinals who are not good against tight ends. Two touchdowns from Eifert, though? Here's the thing. The Cardinals are the worst team in the NFL against tight ends. I Andy mean, that, Dalton, is, that is true. Andy Dalton, he likes tight ends in the first yeah. place. And who else does he have? It's Tyler Boyd and Auden Tate. Auden you Tate, did yeah. not even know who the second guy was. <laughs> yeah, well, here's why. I was distracted. I was looking at the Bengals oh, schedule. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Week 16, they played the Dolphins. So Ooh, that'll be a fun one. Get excited for that matchup. That's that why will I be a competitively bad game. But oh, no, I'm excited to see five interceptions and ten fumbles that game. But jokes um, aside, Tyler Eifert, if I, you need a flyer, he might be at the top. Yeah, of, he might be near the I, top. I, I like I Jimmy Graham more, but Tyler, if you just want a one week streamable tight end, Tyler yeah. Eifert's my boy. This Cardinals defense has been destroyed by tight ends this season yeah if you're, if you're streaming tight ends if you're streaming tight ends go for whatever team is playing the cardinals <laughs> at least one touchdown oh, i'm fearlessly yeah. forecasting two touchdowns uh, every tight end has scored a touchdown against yeah. the cardinals yeah and i fix the best Olsen, andrews i'm missing one but whatever uh tj hawkinson tj hawkinson thank you uh but yeah Going down to the ground game, Joe Mixon has been a huge disappointment for fantasy football owners. You know, he kind of reminds me a lot of David Johnson last year. You know, he was a big disappointment. You took him early. He still finished the season as a top 10 running back, but it really didn't feel like it. So if you can buy Joe Mixon low, 
or even at market value, I would take yeah. it. You know, I literally has nowhere to yeah. go but up. Um, yeah. Everyone who owns him is very disheartened with uh, disheartened with what he's produced so far. So mm-hmm. if he can get him, get him. He is this offense. They're not sharing it with Geo. They don't like passing the ball very much. Mixon will get uh, fed. He'll be he'll be a top twelve running back. The work is there. So it's a mix of talent and opportunity. He's got both. This offense sucks, but Mixon can make it happen. Yeah, Mixon really the first two weeks was was on the struggle bus there. He was not doing well. Uh, he's starting to pick it up a little bit. So like you said, get him right now because his value is going to go way up in the next couple weeks. So, Yeah, John Ross put an IR. You can drop him. By the time he's healthy enough, A.J. Green will be back. John Ross will be irrelevant. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals versus Bengals, who do you got? Cardinals. Cardinals. Oh. You know what? <laughs> Ooh. Take a second to think about that there. Wow, I'm torn. Yeah. Give me the Bengals. Ooh, all right. Brendan, well, who you got? Insert on. Brendan. Oh, this God. is such oh, a tough decision for me. I am going with the Cardinals this week. Oh, okay. I thought he was going to go Bengals for sure. Listen, I thought he was too. I'm, I have Joe Mixon. I get it. That's the direction yeah. I thought I was going to go. <laughs> I, I am actually kind of excited for the Cardinals. Um they're my second team. Um and I'm I'm really expecting Kyler Murray to do good things this week. So I'm I'm yes, hoping I'm hoping he sticks behind that and let's do some good things this week. I'm with you. I see the argument. It was a tough decision for me, but at the end of the day, I think it's Dalton's tough. maturity gets it done over Kyler Murray's. That's fair. It is a tough decision. Uh you know, next game New England Patriots versus the Washington professional football franchise. Before we get into it, I do want to say the New England Patriots put Steven Gostowski on IR and they signed Mike Nugent. So if you don't, it it doesn't really matter what kicker you have, honestly. Drop him and pick up Nugent. Um, Nugent, I think, is the correct way to pronounce it. Nugget. Nugget, I think. Here's a nugget of information. Uh, yeah, Yeah, pick up Nugent if you can. Uh, I picked him up in every league I'm capable of because the Patriots kicker is historically a stud. So pick him up Guaranteed if you're league top five kicker. Right, right. So rush to the waiver wire, grab him if yeah. you can. Let's break down the Patriots. Start your Patriots. Uh, moving on to the Washington professional football <laughs> well, franchise. I mean, there's some like questionable, you know, oh, Josh yeah. Gordon's questionable, Edmund, questionable. If they play, play them. Nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. If they play, well, start them. If they play, you got to start them. I yeah. Don't think you should. You should bench Edelman or Josh Gordon. Yeah. Don't uh, think it. Start your studs. Set, the yeah. only question mark that I think I have for for you is, you know, how do you feel about Sony Michelle? I I like Michelle better than James White, uh, and I've I've always always talked about this. Um, you got to. I I like both of them as a flex. Yeah, I'm with you there. Sony yeah. Michelle has not been performing. A lot of people are really low on him. It's the Patriots' offense. You know, you suffer through it. So I'm starting Sony. I think they're really going to run down the clock against this Washington football team. But I think he's the only question mark, truly. James White, I'm not starting. Uh, really? I don't think they're going to need him in this game. I think it's going to be a run run it down with your grinders, which include... Michelle Burkhead and Brandon Bolden. 
Interesting. I think he's going to get a touchdown this game. James White? Yeah, I think he's going to get a receiving touchdown early on. Wow. All right. Yeah, I think he's going to get like 40, 50 yards and a touchdown. That's all you're going to get from him. Well, that is fun. Uh, you know, moving over to the Washington side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Ew. Uh, they don't know what they're doing at quarterback, and Jay Gruden, Jay Gruden literally said Cole he McCoy. doesn't have a plan for the weekend. So it's going to be between Dwayne Haskins, Case Keenum, or Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy, bring him on, please. I was Listen, I was right about Daniel Jones, all right? What do you mean you were I, right about I, Daniel Jones? I said put him in. I said put him in. Oh, they, bold. Happens. Bold. They put on Daniel, I said that week one. Start Daniel Jones. Now I'm saying Washington. Start Colt McCoy. Ugh. Anyway, I'm not starting any oh. of my Washington Redskins players. No. Um. You know, I Terry McLaurin. I love him. Scary Terry. You know, his streak broke last week because he didn't score a touchdown or got 60 yards. I'm not playing him this week. You know, no. the Patriots are so good at shutting down the other team's best player. Uh. Usually they're really good at it. This year they're the best at it. They are the best yeah. defense in football. So they're gonna completely take McLaurin out of the game. Uh yeah, and their quarterbacks make me nervous. So I'm kind of hands it off. He really, really does. I mean Yeah, I'm hands like, off. Haskins had like three interceptions last week. Yeah. The the only player I want to get your opinion on this. The only player yeah. that I'm even half thinking about is Chris Thompson. We we always say that every week. We're, we always kind of like Chris Thompson, and we always think, should do we like him in that flex position or, or not? Uh, I'm going with no. I'm going with no. You know, I, I have to agree with you. you but I think matchup. But here's the thing. Who else are they going to throw to? I mean, they're not going to throw it far. They're not going to throw deep passes. The Patriots defense. They're. You know what? I'm making a call. I'm saying start Chris Thompson as a flex. You know, the okay. Patriots are going to cover deep. I think they're going to be okay. They're the bend-don't-break defense. And I think yeah. what they're going to let happen is these inexperienced, nervous QBs who are fighting for their job. They don't want to be the one to mess up. It's going to be whoever throws the least amount of interceptions wins the job. They're going to throw the short, safe passes to Chris Thompson, and he's going to rack up yards. Uh I'm way more excited about him in a PPR league than I am about a standard. Absolutely. But I think yeah. even in a standard, he's going to have value. Um, you know, I think we can both pick the Patriots pretty safely, unless you feel yeah. differently. Nope, I don't. No, uh, I, haven't, I haven't picked against the Patriots <laughs> yet. Yep. I haven't been wrong. Yeah, you should have been wrong last week. Uh, uh, I honestly should have. Bills yeah. were real close to winning that. Uh, next up, we have the Chicago Bears taking on the yeah. Oakland Raiders. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the Bears here. Oh, uh, Mitch Trubisky was bad. Yeah. Chase Daniel, do you see that as an upgrade? I see it as an upgrade. Oh, ick. Yeah, I, I, talk about. It's the same thing as, as Kyle Allen as an upgrade to Cam Newton. It's weird to think about, but it's true. Kyle Allen is killing it. I think Chase Daniels actually had a really good game last week, and it was really upsetting for me. So, yeah, you know, I'm I'm kind of hands off this offense right now. The only person I'm starting with any ounce of confidence is Allen Robinson. I think he's talented yeah. enough to have that value. David Montgomery, I'm not I'm not playing if I can help it. Terry Cohen, no, I'm not playing if I can help it. He's 
Yeah, it's day. it's Allen Robinson. Um, until somebody proves me wrong, do you mm. disagree? I don't. Uh, I I mean, I did say Chase Daniels is an upgrade. Definitely not uh, a player that I want to pick up in fantasy. Uh, I I think out of all the running backs this season, besides Chris Carson, the most hype that I built up was David Montgomery. Yep, and I have been way wrong. I mean, he is he is really not performing to to how I thought he would perform. Uh, so I he's one of those players now where I just I gotta I gotta bench him. I gotta sit him until proven otherwise. I mean, two hundred yards and one touchdown in the last four weeks, so it's not great. Yeah, he's getting more involved, which I do like. Definitely keep him on your roster. Don't panic. Don't try to get rid of yep. him. I'm not trying to trade him away. I don't think you'll get much for him if you try. But I think he will get more involved as the year goes on. I think you'd be lucky to get what Jordan Howard was last year. <laughs> so sad yep. that that's what you're hoping for. But I think that's going to be the case. Uh, going over to the Oakland Raiders side of the ball, Josh Jacobs, you know, you drafted him to be a starter. I'm nervous this week going up against the Bears. Um, Very nervous this week. I'm starting him because if you draft him, you probably have to. But, you know, I'm not starting him with confidence. Darren Waller, I am starting with confidence. Yep. Because he's he's their wide receiver one, honestly. Uh, Tyrell Williams is technically on their depth chart, the wide receiver one. But it's Waller. Waller gets the targets. He gets the opportunities. Uh, I I like Waller this week. He's still a top five tight end. His involvement dictates it. Tyrell yeah. Williams is he has been limited in practice. He is dealing with an injury. Uh, keep an eye on him. We can see. We'll see how that turns out. Are you starting yeah, Tyrell Williams if he plays? Uh, I I'm not because it's I'm playing matchup. It's the Bears defense. Uh, like you said though, I do like Waller. If you want to put things into perspective, Tyrell Williams 17 receptions this year, right? Not bad. Darren Waller, 33. Wow. So I I, I do like Ty, uh, Williams as a bench player. And if you need to play him, let's say you got a, you know, Kenny Galladay and you need someone to fill that spot, I think Tyrell Williams would be fine. Um, but I, I wouldn't be excited about starting him at all. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, you know, I don't think there's much. This might be the least fantasy relevant game, in my opinion. Unless yeah. if you have the Bears defense. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I guess starting yeah. them up. Um, between these two teams, I have the Bears. Do you feel differently? Duh, Bears. Duh, Bears. Duh, Bears. I haven't heard that one before. Next up, we have the Minnesota yeah. Pitiful Vikings against mm-hmm. the New York Giants. These are two teams that are in a weird state right now. The Giants are ascending, and the Vikings are descending. Let's start with the Vikings. There's been a lot of drama this week. Adam Thielen called out his quarterback on national yeah. media. Funny. Uh, Stefan Diggs is having issues, and he admitted to requesting a trade. Uh, or uh, I'm not going to go that extreme. He admitted that there's think- truth to the rumors of him looking for a trade. Um, and that's a fact. He I, I said that today. He, he yeah, said, yeah. I, I don't think he's going to get traded. Yeah, he's all. not going I to think be. He's just upset. Uh, yeah. Same with Thielen. I mean, yeah, this team is gross. Cousins admitted it too. Cousins admitted, you know, Thielen had the opportunities and I didn't give it to him. So, yeah, uh, I Vikings right now are 
slowly having a meltdown um <laughs> along with the fans yeah uh, it's it's hard it, to it's, watch but also it's fun to watch at, at the beginning of the, well yeah it, it, it's not fun for me at the at the beginning of the season you know when i looked vikings versus giants i'm like oh boy oh boy easy w but i'm looking at this game right now and i'm i'm really kind of scared as a viking fan yeah yeah you should be I, i'm really nervous about this game yeah, you know, let's just start with the Vikings. Um, Dalvin Cook, he's a, uh, you know, he could be, be running back one. So <laughs> I have him ranked very high. If it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for Dalvin Cook this season, I don't know where I'd be at. Oh yeah. my goodness. You know, I think this this is going to be a make it or break it game for the Vikings. You know, this yeah. is all their frustration has come to the surface. If they do poorly in this game, their season's over. Mm-hmm. When it comes to their passing options, the New York Giants are awful at defense. Giants yeah. defense is ranked 25th in passing yards allowed. They're allowing almost 300 yards per game through the air. So, you know, I'm I'm optimistic the Vikings can get it done. Uh, I think Adam Thielen will get the squeaky wheel treatment. So I'm, ex- yep. I'm expecting a huge game. Spoiler alert, he's on my yay list. Huge fan of Thielen this week. He's always on my aid list. Janoris Jenkins was the defensive player of the week last week. Yeah. I don't think he is very good at all. I think he's going to get torched okay. this week. <laughs> um, yeah. Are you starting Kyle Rudolph or Kirk Cousins? Uh, I'm not starting Cousins. Even uh, the Vikings starting, don't want to start Cousins. I'm not starting Rudolph. Two more years. We have two more years for him to prove that he's worth the money. Uh Honestly, I do like Diggs. I like Diggs this week. Yeah, I got no, him. That's, that's I got him in flex. I yeah. think that that they kind of, after calling out Cousins mm-hmm. and after all the speculation, I feel like that we're gonna pass the ball a lot more. Yeah, the Vikings, but <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be a high passing game for the Vikings. I feel like uh, Thielen and Diggs are gonna be very involved, especially because they're really upset. Yeah, they're going to make it a point to feature the pass. So I'm excited to see what they can do. Uh, I'm starting Thielen, Diggs, uh, and Davin Cook, obviously. Yeah. Going over to the Giants' side of the ball, this is a pretty daunting task. The Vikings' defense is pretty good. You know, it, good. It's a yeah. really good defense, and that's kind of their identity as a team. Uh, Danny Dimes, I'm not starting him unless I'm in a two-quarterback league. When it comes to his passing options... I really like Sterling Shepard, uh, but yeah, here's yeah. here's kind of my beef. Sterling Shepard plays a lot out of the slot. That's where he primarily lines up. This mm-hmm. is Golden Tate's first game back, and Golden Tate is a oh, slot yeah. specialist. So I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how Golden Tate fits into this lineup, and mm-hmm. also how it affects Shepard. Shepard has looked phenomenal with Danny Dimes. Um, yeah. So you know it'll be interesting to see how it turns out. I have Sterling Shepard as uh, a top 30 wide receiver. I think he will struggle against the Vikings, but he'll see so involved both in passing volume and yardage. I think he'll be valuable. Golden Tate yeah, I, and benching. I, I want to see how it shakes out. Yep. I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, Daniel Jones likes Sterling Shepard. We clearly saw that last week. Um, and Golden Tate, we don't know what to expect. So I, it, again, if he somehow still available in your league, pick him up, put him on your bench spot, see how involved he is this week, and then you can make your decision from there. 
Yeah, and I think he will have more value than people expect. Um, yeah. This, I think this is actually a sneaky good team uh, with Daniel Jones. Well, um, if Barkley if wasn't injured. Yeah, with Barkley being out, be Wayne Gallman, he balled out He's last week. Fun. He was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm starting him if I have him this week. Uh, I think he's going to be top 15 running back just between, you know, his opportunity and what appears to be talent. Yeah. Yeah. I start, you got to start him after a week last week. I mean, that was, that was amazing. So uh, you got to start him. Also, you got to start Evan Ingram. No doubt. Yep. Yeah. I'm with you there. Vikings versus giants. Who do you got? Vikings. Still going Vikings. <sighs> you know, Brendan, I know you're going to pick Vikings. I like the Giants in an upset. Really? Uh, I, just, wow. I want the nail in the coffin of the Vikings. I don't want you just yeah. to lose. I want you to this, suffer. These are all emotional picks for this game. This yeah. is this is going to be the game that gets Zimmer fired. Ooh. Sit, whoa. Wow. Zimmer's not going to get fired. <laughs> You're are you kidding, kidding me? <laughs> Zimmer's not going to get fired. No one... No Viking fan is calling for Zimmer's head right now. Yeah. No, no. we're going to look no back one. at this game to be the straw that broke oh the camel's back. Gosh. Uh, <laughs> Zimmer is still amazing. All right. I mean, look at our defense right now. No yeah. gonna, no. uh, I'm still choosing the Giants. You know, it may be yeah. emotional, but I, I think this team could be competitive. And yeah. if Cousins gets frustrated, I could see it falling apart. So I'm going Giants. You two are going Vikings. Oh, I'm excited to see how it turns out. Uh, next up, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. taking on the Saints in what should be another very exciting week uh, with the my, Buccaneers. Game right Chris here. Godwin balls out. He is a champion. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, Footballs. I think he is a wide receiver one moving forward. He's got to be. He's yeah. got to be. I mean, yeah. like you said, he's the number two wide receiver yep. this year. Just like everybody uh, predicted. Three. Yeah, exactly. 386 yards four TDs. I mean, he's tied for first with the most touched receiving touchdowns among wide receivers this year. So. Yeah, no, I, I like it. Um, Second, or third in yards. Yeah. You, you got to start him and yeah. Mike. Evans. Yeah. And Mike oh. Evans. Um, when it comes to the tight end position, OJ Howard yeah. has been a massive disappointment. Um, do you think it is something he can come back from? Are you trying to buy a low on OJ Howard? Yes. I still think OJ Howard is an amazing tight end. Uh, and I think one of these next couple weeks, I honestly think it could be this week where he's going to start picking it up. Hmm. Um, so I would buy a low right now because this is, I think people, owners of OJ Howard, I mean, they're not even starting him anymore. They got him at their bench. So I think try to get him because I still have faith. Yeah, I feel the exact opposite. You know, I think they've demonstrated this is a team that, you know, is really trying to phase out the tight end. Um, you know, the ascension of Chris Godwin, I think mm-hmm. is coming out, uh, is coming at the expense of OJ Howard. Um, you know, I don't think he's valueless. He's still a extraordinarily talented football player. But this offense just does not seem interested in, you know, passing it to the tight end. So will he have huge games? Absolutely. You know, he's too talented not to. But, you know, I think he's on the same tier as, yeah, I think he's on the same tier as Jimmy Graham or Will Disley. 
Mm-hmm. He's definitely not as high as we thought he would be this season. Right. Yeah, that was a huge disappointment. Um, when it comes to the ground game for the Buccaneers, I think it's Roland Jones. Um, yep. Roland. I think it's Roland, Roland Jones. Um, you could have played that off as a joke. He's Roland. Roland. Yeah, Peyton Barber will still be involved. Dare Ngubwe is the pass catching down specialist. That's for sure. Yep, yep. Dare Ngubwe. Um, you know, I think this might be the breakout game for Ronald Jones. You know, he started to actually look like a first round running back. He looks explosive. He looks strong. Um, last week was kind of the first week that they really let him lead the the running back snaps and he showed really well with it. He looked good. Mm -hmm. So I think they're going to turn to him more now. I think every game from here on out, he'll be more and more defined as the running back one in this offense. I'm not starting him this week if I can help it. Um, But, you know, I think this is going to be the first step of him being an every week starter, Uh, depending on how he does this week and how involved he is. I think moving forward, he can be an RB RB three with RB two upside. I can see that. Yeah, like you said, he got 10 more carries than Peyton Barber last game. Uh, He got 40 more yards, also got a touchdown, his first touchdown of the season. So I think things are definitely looking up for Ronald Jones. Uh, I think I would maybe play him as a flex two. If you have a second flex, I like him there. But other than that, hold off to one or two more weeks, maybe play matchup. But yeah, the Saints defense is pretty good. So let's... uh, Let's move on to the Saints. Yeah, I dig it. Uh, with the Saints, Michael Thomas are starting. Uh, yep. Teddy Bridgewater showed fine last week. You know, it's Teddy Bridgewater. He's yeah. never going to lose you a game, but he it's tough for him to win one for you. Alvin Kamara, superstar, he accounts yep. for 43% of the offensive touches for the Saints this season. Um, you know, is Kamara better without Breeze? Kind of looks like he is. Uh, I don't think he's much better because I I still think he's going to be featured. You know, he would have been featured a lot. But, I mean, he has been killing it the last couple weeks. I mean, oh, man, he's he's just both running and receiving. He's been on fire. So I think a little bit has to do with less confidence in the passing game. But, I you know, I still – we both predicted Kamara to be – just a, a top three, you know, top five running back. Yeah. Outside of, you know, Thomas and Kamara, are you starting any saints? I'm not, I'm not. And that's, that's due to Drew Brees. Yeah. And that's, that's sad. Um, Buccaneers saints. Who do you have? Oh, Buccaneers riding that train, you know, go Bucks. fire the cannons. I, I like the take. Yeah. I wish I felt the same way. I'm going Saints. I think Sean Payton is just a mastermind. And I think he's going to find a way to frustrate Jameis to the point where he can't play football. All right. Wow. So you guys are really doing this one to me. Yep, um, yep. Yeah. We're using you a lot. I it's a tough am going a tough Tampa Bay Buccaneers on this one. let's go all right cool he's hopping on the on the train Uh, yes yeah oh he's hopping on the pirate ship i am we're gambling all right uh next up oh gosh we still have so many games to go uh next up let's go broncos versus chargers uh this will be easy 
Broncos only start Sutton, only start Sanders. Both of those yeah. wide receivers are top 20 receivers. Keep it going. Keep striking while the iron's hot. I like him a lot. Avoid the running game. Uh, I, don't, much. I don't like Freeman. I don't like Lindsey. Yeah. I think that's it. Does that sum up the Broncos? Yeah, I, I really don't have much faith in the Broncos offense this week. Chargers allowed 18, only allowing 18.5 points per game. Um, yeah, not not too much faith in that Broncos run game especially. So Yeah, and going over to the Chargers, this is an exciting mm-hmm. team to try to figure out. Oh, boy. Uh, What's going to happen? I'm getting excited. Let's start with the biggest news. Yeah. Mike Williams is questionable. Mike Williams. <laughs> wow. Really? Really? Good oh joke. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Funny. All right. Unbelievable. You're the man. Um, <laughs> the real big news, Melvin Gordon is back yeah. and active. He's Do you back. think they are going to, you know, wean him in? Or is he it's going to, you know, give him all the work right away? Uh, I I think they're gonna. I think he's gonna play first drive, and they're really gonna determine it from there. Um, I I think he's gonna be pretty heavily featured here. Yeah, if uh, I have Gordon, I'm starting him. The real question yeah. is, if you have Eckler, are you starting Eckler? I would still start Eckler this week, uh, just on the fact that what if Gordon doesn't perform that well? Because Eckler has been a has been a top five, not only you know, running back, but fantasy player total this season. Top three, honestly. He's the third most, scored the third most fantasy points among any player. So you, on, you know, the downs, like if, if Gordon doesn't perform, you need to, you need to start Eckler. I mean, he's going to be amazing. If, yeah. I have him as a flex. I think Gordon yeah. will be involved enough. I think Gordon will get the lion's share of the work. But I think Eckler still has standalone value, especially this week. Um, It's it's really this week, and and the more Gordon plays, the less I am excited about Eckler. Yeah, Keenan Allen, you're starting. Uh, As far as the other options in his offense, Mike Williams is questionable. If he plays, are you playing him? I am. As (laughs) as a flex. I am a flex. Yeah, no, I'm... I'm afraid of Chris Harris. Uh, he is a just shut down CB, and he's going to be on Allen. So while those two are dueling it out, I think Mike Williams will have a real opportunity to yeah. you know get the attention. Yep, flex is a good spot for him. Uh, one one quick fact that I want to want to say here: Broncos <laughs> gave up seven point one rushing yards per carry last week against the Jaguars. Uh, we saw how good Fournette did against the Broncos. What's Melvin Gordon going to do? What can Eckler do? So yeah. I'm very excited. excited this week. Um, you know, into well, who's yeah? Oh winners. gosh, that's right. I, I we're both going Chargers, aren't we? Yeah, Chargers. Yeah, go, go Bolts. Bolts. Uh, next up, we have uh, probably another contender for the most interesting game of the week: Green yeah. Bay Packers mm-hmm. against the Dallas Wannabe Cowboys. Um, Cowboys. We'll break down the Packers first. Devontae yeah. Adams is the biggest question mark. You know, he's suffering from turf toe. He has not practiced all week. Not a good injury. If he doesn't practice tomorrow, he'll be out. Mm-hmm. Um, if he starts, if he's listed as active, I'm starting him. You know, I think if yep. he's healthy enough to de- be declared as active, I would happily take 50% of Devontae Adams, even after seeing what he, I mean, especially after seeing what you saw from him last week. The yep. guy's a champion. Um 
But if Adams is out, how do you feel about Allison and MVS? Uh, I I would put them both in flex. Um, I do like MVS a little better better than Geronimo Allison. Uh, but you know they're somewhat featured in the offense. I, I know you know a little bit more about those players than I do. Uh, you know, being a Packer fan and all. Uh, I I would put both of them at flex if uh, Adams doesn't play. Um, at the moment, I would not put Allison in and think about MVS in a flex. But yeah, if Adam doesn't if Adams doesn't play, I like both of them. Yeah, I'm gonna break it down here. So if Adams yeah. does not play, I'll approach it that way because I do not expect Adams to play this week. Uh, I have MVS as a wide receiver too. Um, I think he's going to have a real opportunity against uh, the Cowboys. You know, the Cowboys really haven't been tested. Yeah. I don't think their defense is that good. I just think they haven't gone up against good teams. Oh, I love their defense. Um, so, you know, I'm starting MVS. I think he's a wide receiver too. Geronimo Allison, I have a flex um, with upside. Allison does seem to be the more reliable option in this offense, and Rodgers does seem to have a genuine connection with him. Uh, MVS is the athletic super freak who can absolutely blow up a game. He does make me nervous. You know, it's not it's not a for sure play. You really can only start him if you have huevos, but I'm liking it. I've got the huevos. Uh, Allison, I think, is a safe flex. But I think the biggest jump in value comes to Jimmy Graham. We saw it last week when Devontae Adams was out. All of a sudden, they focused like crazy on Jimmy Graham. That was Aaron Rodgers' really only target after Adams went out. And you saw how much they struggled in the red zone last week. Yeah. Jimmy Graham is a monster of a human being. He is so tall. Really, you just throw it, you know, eight feet up in the air. Jimmy Graham can just reach up and grab it. So I think Jimmy Graham has a good chance of finishing the week as tight end one or tight end two. I think he could easily get, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if he gets 80 yards and a touchdown. If he gets multiple touchdowns, I wouldn't be that freaked out. I think that's pretty reasonable. That, that's a little bold for my liking along the lines of Tyler Eifert. Tyler Eifert, number one, Graham, number two. <laughs> no, not, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Um, let's move on to the Cowboys. All right, that's enough. Uh, what about Jones? Jones is a start. He's a must start. I like it. Uh, here's another question. Aaron Rodgers, where do you have him ranked? not not that high yeah without adams i have him as my qb8 so still a start you're not overthinking it but you know don't expect a huge blow-up game can he have it absolutely he's aaron freaking rogers i mean i'm not projecting it that way he's really not performing to how i thought he was this season i mean he's ranked 16 in quarterbacks this season not as good as i thought he was going to be but you know he's he's fine um yeah if you have him on your team you got to start him but yeah, uh, over to the Cowboys. Um, Packers apparently have a good defense. I'm not quite sure how they much have, I believe secondary. that. Yeah, yeah. They can uh, stop the pass. They're, they struggle stopping the run, though. Here's here's how I figure this out. I think Dak is going to have a horrible game. Um, I think Dak is going to be outside the top 15 for quarterbacks this week. I can't I can't agree with you on that. That's a, that's a hot take. That's a hot I'm take. So uh, on on Dak, I can't I can't agree. Here's here's my reasoning. Packers mm-hmm. do have a terrific secondary. I think they're yeah, going to run the back. ball like a maniac. 
Yep. Um, Zeke, I think, could easily finish as a running back one this week. Uh, yep. I mean, I, I predict it that way. Um, yeah, I think Dak is going to struggle. I think Cooper is going to struggle. Uh, I think really, you know, I'm starting. Uh, okay, obviously I'm starting Cooper and I'm starting and Zeke. I'm not starting Dak. If I can avoid oh, it, I'm wow. not starting Dak this week. I'm I'm still starting him though. I'm still starting him. Uh, I I think that he's gonna do good. I I still got him in top ten. I wouldn't put him top five, but I got him top ten. Okay, uh, Jason Witten. Uh, I don't have any interest in him this week. Uh, he's a touchdown or bust, and I think it's more likely that it's bust this week. I I'm I like Jason Witten this week. Uh, I I think that they're gonna be really focused on on Cooper and Gallup if Gallup plays. Uh, I think we're going to see, because of Packers secondary being so good, I think we're going to see a couple short passes to Jason Witten, one of them maybe being a touchdown. Yeah, no, I am I can easily see that happening. Uh, anybody else you need to break down from the Cowboys? Um, Not really. Tony Pollard isn't doing good enough for me to want to start him. Yeah, I know. He's purely uh, a handcuff. I mean, he might be involved this game. Nope, uh, handcuff. But- he was involved a couple couple games before, nope. but yeah, uh, nope. I, no one nope. really. I, I think Zeke is going to be absolutely dominant this game. I mean, Packers defense ranked twenty seventh in rushing yards allowed per game. Cowboys offense is fifth in rushing yards per game, so I I can see Zeke being the all star. Yep, being, yeah, being he will be. Packers yeah. versus Cowboys. I'm going Packers. You're going Cowboys. Yep. Cowboys. You know. Brendan, make your pick, my man. This is going to be such a fun game to watch, but I am going with the Dallas Cowboys. That's true. You are a jerk, and we are no (laughs) longer friends. I look forward to proving you guys wrong. It's a good thing that this game is a 3 o'clock game uh, because there's 10 noon games this week and two afternoon games. Just want to point that out. Yeah, thanks, NFL. Who's doing the scheduling here? That's insane. Yeah. Anyway, interns. That's, that can be a whole different podcast of us ranting. That's true. Uh, let's keep her going. Colts and Chiefs. Colts. Yep. T.Y. Hilton and Marlon Mack are both questionable. It looks like T.Y. Hilton is going to play. He's on track to play. Yep. I can't yep. say the same for Marlon Mack. Definitely keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacoby Brissett, I think, has a pretty solid game. I'm not starting him over Rodgers, but I am starting him over Luck. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, you know, he over has at least luck. two touchdowns <laughs> over Dak. My bad. Oh, Definitely oh starting over God. luck. That is very I true. Like, I Easy didn't choice. know if that was a joke or not. Uh, I am sorry, starting Jacoby Brissett over Dak Prescott. Um, Brissett is, I think, the only quarterback this year who has two touchdowns in every single game. You know, that's All right. not sexy, but gee dang it, that gets done for fantasy. Um you know, I'm not starting Ebron. I'm not starting Doyle. Both of those guys make me nervous. Ebron proves he has oven mitts for hands. Too he many, can't catch too many drops. He had three drop balls last game. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I like Mac. If Mac plays, he can be a top ten running back. This Chiefs great defense gets torn up by yeah. by running backs. Um. Yep. Anybody else from the Colts you need to break down? No, no. Like you said, uh, if Mac plays, he's going to be great. Uh, Chiefs defense is ranked thirtieth in rushing yards per game, which is really not good. Um, not a lot of people I'm excited about Colts side. Brissett, eh, he's going to be all right, but other than that, not really. 
Yeah, uh, Chiefs side of the ball, super easy. Um, Patrick Mahomes, you heard of him? He's pretty good. Yep. Tyreek Hill, you know, what's your uh, understanding of how involved he's going to be? It's 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 becoming that time where where Tyreek Hill is uh not he's he's questionable now. He went from out to questionable. He's limited in practice. Um, it seems like they're going to suit him up week six instead of week five. I think they kind of want to play it safe with him. Um, I I would definitely keep up with the news. If he does play, he's good enough that where you need to start him. Um, well said. But I, 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 think it, <laughs> I think it would be a bad decision to, for the Chiefs to start Tyreek Hill this week. I think he got to get the time. So yeah, I think he's got two weeks out. You know, yeah. you've made it this far. If he plays, I'm starting him. He's a superstar. Um, but if he, obviously, if he's not healthy, you know, just yeah. take your lumps and wait until more. the following week. Um, week. Damian Williams is back, and he's projected to start this weekend. Um, Damian yeah. Williams is, in case you forgot, or got him confused with his backup, Daryl Williams. Darryl makes Williams. it confusing. Yeah. Um, if Damian Williams plays, which he's projected for, I think he's going to be, you know, a, a top 20 running back. You know, whoever's yeah, a starter for the Chiefs has value. Um, he does have a nose for the end zone. LaShawn McCoy should still be involved. I like LaShawn McCoy's flex this week. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I'm not starting uh, Daryl Williams. I think he gets replaced by uh, yeah, will. Damon Williams. Um, when it comes to receivers – uh, once again, you start them all. You know, you're literally throwing darts at a board and you're hoping one of them sticks. Mm-hmm. If it's Watkins, Hardman, uh, you know, it's you want to see what happens. Robinson, yeah. <laughs> who, who do you think? Let's just play a game. Who do you think is going to be? Yeah, uh, Sammy Watkins. I mean, you, you have to go with Sammy. He's you're the most targeted. It, I don't like it, but you, I'd go where the targets are and that's Sammy Watkins. I'm going to do a hot take. Let's hear it. Byron Pringle. Boom. Pringle, Tight the man end. himself. <laughs> I've never Byron heard of that. Pringle. Byron Pringle. Yes, that's right. His last name is Pringle. And yes, I am joking about him getting a lot of receptions. Uh, I think it is going to be Demarcus Robinson this week. Mm-hmm. That, that was worth the uh, the pivot there. Um, Kelsey. <laughs> There's a guy whose last name is Pringle. Thank you. I am better yeah. because of that knowledge. Uh, yeah, Kelsey, you're starting. I think that sums up all the Chief players. Between these two teams, I like the Colts, but I think the Chiefs walk away with an easy win. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs on this one too. The last preview of the week is the Cleveland Browns high off of a big victory over the Ravens against the San Francisco 49ers, the undefeated San Francisco 49ers. Don't forget about that, yeah. Let's break down the Browns. Um, They finally looked like the team we thought they were, uh, really on the back of Chubb. My Cleveland Browns beat my Baltimore Ravens. (laughs) Yeah, sad day for Andrew. He uh, had to wear two jerseys all night. Yeah, I split it. In half, right down the middle. It said, uh, Mason. Oh my god. I just... Yeah, okay. It took me a while to anyway, think about that one. Um, that was, that was hard to listen yeah, to. Thank you. So, Browns, Chubb looked phenomenal. That was the game you're expecting from him when you drafted him. Mm-hmm. You saw the upside. You know, he's a top five running back up with upside. You know, he's spectacular in a good offense. If this is the Browns that 
you know, we get the rest of the season, Chubb can be a top three, top four running back. You know, his talent with the opportunity, sky's the limit. Yeah, uh, Chubb proved that he is still a great running back. Uh, he is going up against the 49ers defense who allowed, they're allowing 75 rushing yards per game, which is their rank fifth. So that's pretty good. It's a tough matchup for Chubb against this uh, 49ers defense who we just didn't really expect to be that good. Yeah, I think that's an overrated defense. I think they faked weak weak opponents. I think I think Chubb's going to break him down. Um you know, when it comes to the passing offense, Odell Beckham Jr., I think he's going to absolutely blow the doors off of the 49ers this week. Uh, huge really? fan of Odell Beckham Jr. this week. People have been let down by him. You know, he has had moments where you've seen how spectacular he is as an athlete. But, you know, then you get games like last week where he burns you. So I like Odell Beckham. I think he finds his form this week. Historically, he starts slow. Really, every year of his career, he's a slow starter. So we're five games in. I think this is where the fire starts catching on. I really like Odell Beckham Jr. this week. All right. Uh, I don't really agree. Uh, I think it's too good not to start, but I actually think it's going to be all Nick Chubb. Uh, I I don't think there's going to be a lot of passing involved in this game. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Landry. Um, He had a concussion last week, and I just don't think he's – what? He had, a, he had a good game. Yeah, but then he had to leave because of concussion. Then he had to leave, yeah. Yep, yeah. So I don't like Landry this week. Um, you know, I think it will be a run-heavy game. And when they pass, I think they're going to go through Odo Beckham Jr. So yeah, I, I think mean, last week was the anomaly. Landry, not interested. Um, Ricky Seals-Jones, any interest in, in Njoku's replacement? Uh, No, I think there's better tight ends to pick up. Yep, I agree. Uh, 49ers, Tevin uh, Coleman could be back. Uh, are you starting Matt Burita? I am still starting Matt Burita. Uh, I'm a little less excited about him, but I I think that he, again, this year he proved that he is a good enough running back to start. Uh, so, I yeah, I still have him, uh, and I really think that's it in the run game for the 49ers that I'm starting this week. I think that Coleman is kind of like a ty- less good Tyreek Hill situation where I I could use an, another week of him resting so he can come back fully healthy. Yeah, I'm with you there. I have Burita as a running back three or a, a really good flex option. Um, you know, as far as passing options, uh, the handsome one, Jimmy G, uh, you know, are you starting any of these pass catching options with confidence outside of Kittle? Because we love Kittle this week. Oh, Other than Kittle, cop out with Kittle. You know, do you like Debo or Pettis or Goodwin? Um, not enough to start them. Yeah, I think this receiving group is still developing as far as preference in the offense. Yeah. So I do want to see if it's Debo or if it's. No, Pettis. I do think I, Goodwin is a solid play. Um, I have him as a flex. I'm not too excited about him. But I think either Debo or Pettis will break out to be a, a pretty good fantasy football option. You just don't know which one it's going to be. I think they're still kind of dueling it out and trying to figure it out themselves. So I think this will be the game. Since they're coming out of the bye, I have a sneaking suspicion they figured out one of those two guys they're going to really rally behind. 
am curious to see who it is. Yeah, I think it's just going to be a strong run game for both teams. I think uh, it's going to be all Chubb on that side. And then the 49ers, they have the second-best rushing offense in the league, the 175 rushing yards per game. I think they're going to continue with that trend and, and really run the ball a lot. I like it. Um, Browns versus 49ers. I've, I've got the Browns. Oh, I got the Browns as well. The Browns. I, I kind of wanted to switch there for a second and go 49ers just for fun. Yep. Have to go 4-0. and That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be but, cool. Uh, no, I'm, I'm going Browns. Going Browns. Were, I like it. Last week, and uh, I think they can do it again. So. So that wraps up our preview. I'm actually really excited to see how we stack up this week uh, as far as our predictions. Mm -hmm. We're going to finish the episode with our yays and our nays. Uh My favorite segment. Um, I don't. It's my favorite segment as well. You know, we've been really good and we've been really bad. So the good news is that was was something that I would say. We've we've uh, no, here's the good news. We've never had it in between. We've never really had an all right play. It's either been wow, completely right. Yeah, exactly. So I'll start with our yays because those are more fun. It's a more happy situation. I'm going to start with Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel. Now bear with me. You might say, but Brian, it's a backup quarterback. But Brian, that's a backup quarterback, man. You know what? You are absolutely right. But let me tell you why I like Curtis Samuel. These are his target totals for the last three games. Seven targets, seven targets, 13 targets. He is heavily involved, heavy target volume, and they're deep targets. You know, Allen is trying to find him way down the field. So that's something I'm excited about. I think they'll connect this game against Jacksonville. Also, Jalen Ramsey is still questionable. Um, You know, I think think that's something that's overlooked. Without Ramsey on the field, this defense looks a little lost. I will also point out, the right side of the Jacksonville Jaguar defense has given up the third most fancy football points in fancy football this season. Wow. The right side of the field. Right so with side. Ramsey being out and the right side of the field being the spot Curtis Samuel lines up on most of the time, I'm that. really into it. I think the only thing that can affect Curtis Samuel's success this week is Kyle Allen. So if yeah. Allen can get it done, I think Curtis Samuel can... I'll say top 12 wide receiver. Wow. Uh, I, I really not going to argue with that. I do like both Samuel and DJ Moore uh, with Kyle Allen as their quarterback. Uh, my first yay is Calvin Ridley. I kind of spoiled that a little bit earlier in the podcast. Uh, it's, I mean, it's the barn burner game. I think that it's just going to be high passing, pass, 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 pass. Calvin Ridley's going to have a comeback game. Uh, against this questionable Texas defense. So I, I like Ridley for hundred yards touchdown. I got him top 12 wide receiver. Dang. Top I like it. Top 10. Uh, next up, I have a player. Uh, you make do. sure your volume isn't too high. Oh boy. That is a squeaky wheel. Adam yep. Thielen <laughs> is going to get the squeaky wheel treatment. Yeah, uh, he, he he called out his quarterback. Kirk Cousins is embarrassed. He doesn't he doesn't want to be the superstar. He just doesn't want to be the reason his team loses. He's starting to lose his offense. And Adam Thielen is the most mild-mannered person you can ever be. He is 
as down to earth as you can be. The fact that he's calling out his quarterback, I think Kirk knows he needs to win him back, get this receiver back on his side. I think he's going to manufacture deep opportunities for Adam Thielen. Uh, You know, I think he's going to be able to air it out at will. New York Giants have given up the fourth most fancy football points to wide receivers this season. Janoris Mm -hmm. Jenkins will not stop Thielen. I've got a feeling that Adam will be a top 12 receiver this week. Well said. That was crazy that Thielen called someone out because he is probably the the second most surprising person on the team. Like if the most surprising would be if Kyle Rudolph said that because I hung out with that guy for three hours and barely said a word. But shout out to my best friend, Kyle Rudolph. Um, My next yay, moving on, because otherwise I'm going to get way off topic. I got Joe Mixon. I got Joe Mixon this week. Uh, I, I Like we said, he's on an upward trend. All he's doing is going up. Uh, Cardinals defense, not the best. They rank 28th in rushing defense. They struggle a lot. Uh, I like Mixon, and I think he's going to carry the team now that Andy Dalton really doesn't have a lot of people to throw to. Yeah, I like that pick. I think that's a really safe pick. Um, my final yay of the week is Jimmy Graham. Uh, a lot of people are having tight end problems this this year, myself included. Um, you know, somebody I'm really excited about this week is Jimmy Graham. You know, when you saw Devontae Adams leave the game last week, the offense really was funneled through Jimmy Graham. Aaron Rodgers was looking for him everywhere. Uh, he had nine targets last week, and you saw the issues they were having in the red zone. In the red zone, they were trying to get it to Graham, and they struggled when they deviated from the Graham plan. So I'm predicting, <laughs> thank you. I am predicting a big game for Jimmy Graham. You heard me say it, you know, two touchdowns. I don't think is that outlandish for Jimmy Graham this week. Hey, 80 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. All right. Uh, my last guy is James Winston. I think he's going to keep the ball rolling, keep this let's score 55 points mindset uh, against another tough team. Um, yeah. Like we said earlier, Chris Godwin, second best wide receiver in the league fantasy point wise mike evans third uh i think that that he can have another very high passing high fantasy point game i think i think he's gonna throw a couple interceptions but i also think he's gonna score a couple touchdowns so i i like him i like him this week a lot i dig it taking a risk guy uh he might a lot of people uh were really fading on him before last week because he really wasn't performing but He's the guy. He's the guy this week. Yeah, I like it. I can see it. Uh, let's jump into our nays. My first uh-huh. nay of the day is Keenan Allen. This is unpopular. He is the number one wide receiver in fantasy football, but hear yeah. me out. He's going up against Denver. Denver has allowed the third fewest points to the fantasy football wide receiver position, and he's going to be shadowed by Harris. Historically, when these when these two teams match up, Chris Harris shadows Keenan Allen. Uh, Keenan Allen's a very talented player, and I definitely like Keenan Allen more than Chris Harris. However, so far you've been used to really big games from Keenan Allen. I think he yeah. disappoints you slightly. I think he'll get, you know, 60 yards, no touchdown. All right. Yeah, so it's just not to the level that we expect him to be. He'll be a disappointment. He'll be a disappointment. Okay, got it. Uh, My name... Uh, which I actually, I'll, I'll, I'll 
switch it up. I'm going to go Baker Mayfield. Go Baker Mayfield. This San Fran defense is, I mean, you, you think that it's overrated. I think that they're legit. I think that they're actually a really good defense. Um, they got good edge rushers in Bosa. And I think that, like we said, it's going to be a just all running game. I think Nick Chubb is going to have an amazing game. I think Baker Mayfield is going to be pretty mellow. So, yeah, I'm going a, a mellow game, especially compared to last week for Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and I'm going to choose a player from the Chargers once again. Oh, really? You know, if you have Austin Eckler, don't start him. You know, I'm really nervous about how the Gordon touches will, you know, kind of how they'll fall into place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gordon wipes out Eckler's value, standalone value. I, I truly believe that. If I have Eckler, I'm not starting him. He can sit on my bench if Gordon's active. I think, you know, the Chargers know they have a limited time with Gordon. They're going to run him into the ground. Total disregard. Uh, you know, I I believe Eckler's going to have a down week. I could be wrong. Eckler's been amazing this season. He's yeah. proved us wrong week after week. But you know what? Eckler, he's going to let you down. All right. Uh, the last guy we both have, uh, it is Scary Terry. Scary Terry. Scary and, Terry. And, and Andrew, Terry if I can interrupt you for a moment. Yeah, uh, we're it. recording during the Thursday night football game, Seahawks versus yeah. Rams. DK Metcalf just scored a 40-yard touchdown and a huge just play. A touchdown. That's why wow. I got a little distracted during my uh, Austin Eckler breakdown. Yeah, that's all right. As a Metcalf fan, year of the rookie wide receiver. Um, yeah. Sorry to take away from a moment, Andrew. You were okay. laying out perfectly why we both have yeah. Scary Terry as a fade this week. Uh, I mean, they're going up against one of the best defenses in the league. As much as we don't want to admit it, New England Patriots have a good defense. Um, they're actually they're the best passing defense in the NFL right now. Um, I, I'm I just think Stephon Gilmore is one of the best corners in the game, and if Scary Terry plays, because Terry's questionable. Uh, if Terry plays, uh, Gilmore is going to be lined up against him. So, uh, you know, with the matchup against one of the best defenses in the NFL, mixed with that, who knows who's going to start at quarterback situation? Because I, it's I, I, I just don't know. I don't know who's going to be quarterback, but I'm not excited if any of those three are starting quarterback for Scary Terry. So, unless yeah. Nicole- yeah, no, I am with you entirely. Um, you know, I'm really worried about the Patriots defense completely eliminating Terry from the game. I am yeah. not impressed with any of the quarterbacks for, um, you know, the Redskins. I don't know if they're going to just roll with Colt McCoy or if mm-hmm. they'll, you know, throw Dwayne Haskins in, in there to get value. You know, they already know they're going to suck this season. I yeah. think I can see where they just want Dwayne Haskins to get experience. So if they throw Haskins in there, oh gosh, Belichick is just gonna wipe the Five floor seven. with him. Yeah, and that's not that's not even really a, an exaggeration. So yeah. I'm I'm fading really a lot, almost all the Redskin players. Terry Absolutely. McLaurin, I'm not starting him. I have him in almost all my leagues. I'm not starting him. Better times ahead. He's coming off an injury. Stay away. He'll be scary again some other day. Scary in a good way. This week he's scary in a bad way. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Andrew, my friend, 
Brendan, yeah. my friend, that wraps up our week five yeah. preview. I'm excited to see how it shakes out. Good luck to yeah. everybody. Thank you for listening. If you have not already, please subscribe. We absolutely love being with you guys every week. Ask us some questions too. Ask like us questions. questions. Yeah, we really like being involved with you guys. Uh, please also, we'd really appreciate it if you left us a rating and a nice yep. little review for us. Nothing makes us happier than seeing those five stars and positive comments oh, yeah. because we're egotistical. But uh-huh. You know, that's why you love us. Thank you all. Have a fantastic week five. We are out of here. See you.